Hello everyone and welcome to another talk. We are going to look at Nuage by Django Reinhardt. And so um, hopefully you're tuned up. I just tuned up here a moment ago and uh, get started here. So um, a couple of things. Um, talk a little bit about um, just checking out this one uh, book about uh, Django Reinhardt. Um, find the page I'm on page twelve here. Um, it's called Django Reinhardt: Complete Django, the Ultimate Django's Book. Um, but it has some important old dates. Has kind of nice. Cover. I haven't really seen this, so maybe I'll share a look at it um, for those who are are watching here. And uh, I'm going to make this available too on the podcast. I haven't done a podcast in a little while. Um, but here's a look at the And the book here. So pretty cool. But um, a couple, a couple interesting things. I was watching a little bit of a um, video, just on YouTube, I think, about Django Reinhardt, and um, just talking a little bit about um, how he started out and stuff. Um, but one interesting little, little thing it says here um, in 1922, um, the first banjo guitar um, offered by a neighbor. So, um, so interesting. I didn't I didn't know that the banjo guitar went back that far even, and I didn't know that Django Reinhardt played one either. So. So that's a kind of an interesting uh, little bit of a um, bit of information. Um, I said 1928 or 29. Um, his brother brings him a guitar, um, and um, so. A bit of information there on um, a few things, but um, the mic's off. Um, he also had an injury, so I'm not going to maybe go over go over exact dates and everything, but um, just a couple of things. So he had an injury on um, uh, he was involved in a fire, I think, while sleeping, maybe, and um, and ended up um, uh, burning his his. Uh, I think mainly like left side and his his 
his hand was um, involved in the injury, so it was pretty bad. And um, so he ended up playing a lot with just kind of two fingers. All right, so just a little background information that might all be reviewed for a lot of folks, I don't know, but um, we'll start out um, kind of talking about this a little bit. I'll do a little bit of playing just to start this out. So playing there a little bit with the uh, chord changes of the tune. So we'll look a little at it. And um, so first things we'll do is get just kind of a broad overview of the tune and think a little bit about uh, the key center and what, what areas um, we're visiting. In the key. So we take a look at the beginning. Um, we see a 2 5 progression, another 2 5 going into uh, G. And we have key of one sharp, key signature. Go down to the end. We see we also end on G. Um, it goes to G several times. So oftentimes with a uh, with, with, uh, um, piece of music, you're looking at sheet music. Um, you want to think about, you see a key signature, think, well, maybe it's E minor, maybe it's G. So here it's pretty clearly going to G, um, and we do visit the um, sixth chord in that key. Um, so let's go ahead and, and just find a couple of these spots where we're um, playing here. So we have. All right, so we have, my pen is kind of going crazy here, so hopefully everything's all right. Um, all right, I'll have to do this by mouse, I guess. So here's the one chord. Okay, so we have the G, it's the one chord. So we have G6. 
And then if we work kind of backwards from there, we see. Okay, so then you can create, and, and then after that, we see a little motion, so you might have. Might also have other, maybe other little motions like that, or so to create a little motion uh, into that. Okay, and then we go to that again. So we get to the one chord again. All right. It has the same sort of progression. So I'm a little hesitant to play too much of the melody because um, copyright kind of things, but um, but you can kind of hear that that note that. E flat in the melody there. All right, so here we go to the relative minor in a moment. So we have a just kind of a two five to the relative minor. So we get so in the key of um, key of G, you might say okay, that's seven. The F sharp minor seven flat five to the B seven would be the um, three, but major, and then the E, E minor is the six. But we can also look at this as a two, five, one, because that's what its function is in this given moment. So we can call that two, five, one in E flat, or E minor rather. But in G, might say, okay, seven for the F sharp minor seven, flat five. And then the B seven, say a five of six. So that'd be a secondary dominant. And then this would be the six chord. So it's a kind of a matter of the uh, perspective. So you can kind of think in terms of, of the minor there. All right, and then we get to this uh, A7, which we could think of that as two chord. And then we get this little movement, flat two, A flat seven. So we get this A7, and then back down. Let me see if I can get the, um, 
review of the left hand guy. If you are checking this out on the podcast, you might check out the um, member area on YouTube so you can, you can see the video version of this video. So bring the hand in there. Okay, so we're looking at A7. So a little just a little movement really back and forth to the two chord. So it's helpful to think too in terms of how all of this um, or what what chords to expect in the key of G, right? So we have um, that we have an A chord with a root of A, but it's an A minor, just kind of strictly in the key if you don't change any notes. We can see that we do have this um, melody note. So the C sharp, right? So that's what makes that major. And that's in the melody. Okay, so we get the D7. So one thing we could say about the A7 um, in the kind of grand scheme of things is we've got a 5 of 5. So secondary dominant. And then the D7 becomes the 5. Okay, so we get that kind of movement. Okay, which sort of leads us back to G, but we're not going to go there right away. And then this is about the first half of the tune. Okay, so we go to G two times, E minor, and then we have this A7 the D7 going to the dominant. So you can really say <clears throat> it goes to to the uh, one chord, the one chord, the six chord, and then the five chord. All right, so the second half of the tune starts out the same. So you can um, look at this. So we have two, we have this one chord, the G6. And then we have this 2-5 ahead of it, and it's kind of altered, right? So we get, get this flat 5 and D7 flat 9. It's a nice effect because the ear kind of hears, you know, is this going to a minor chord? And then it goes to the major chord. So it's a nice effect. And then the B flat and the E flat seven, you could think of those as um, a two five that just sits sits kind of above. How do we? Oh, we didn't even analyze that before. So um, it's basically you know two five in that given moment, two five and A flat. Right, and then we get the two five, which kind of kind of G minor, but call it G. Okay, 
but then in the overall um, area here, we could say the B flat minor seven, E flat seven. We can call that um, also key of G. So we just we would just call that flat three minor to the flat uh, six. So sorry about all the clicking. This seems like my um, note notepad is mapped to the wrong screen or something. Let's see. Let's see if I can fix that here real quick. Driver is not responding. Okay, that may have something to do with it. Let me try the old. Unplug, wait a few seconds and plug in again. So working through analysis and everything, it can really help with um, understanding the tune and also well improvising on it okay now we go into a different direction here so let's see if I had any luck with this it's still mapped over to this other screen oh well Okay, so we're gonna have two, five, two, five in the key of C, right? So we've got key of the four, four chord. And then we end up with, so we can call that a one for a moment. Okay, but ultimately in the key of G, that's gonna be the four chord. And it has a similar um, relative sort of nature to it. So we get the five to the one, which let's say call five of four. Okay, and then this is ends up being the four chord. And then this is just a little two five, just like before, it's just a two five that sits a half step above what we had what we have next. Okay. So that goes to the four chord. All right, but ultimately that's a two five in the key of D flat. So there we have that, and then we want to get to um, this next part. So we have a 2-5. Now this 
is in B flat. So two, five, two, five. Which doesn't end up going to B flat, it just ends up going back to the one. And then we have this little movement up. Notice how similar um, B minor sounds to G. Say a G major seven, third inversion versus B minor seven. So similar kind of sound. So we get this two five. back to where we began. So we have a bit of a 2-5 in A flat. We have a, a bit of a 2-5 in G. Okay, then we get this four chord for a moment, dominant, and then one. All right, so I'll do a little um, playing once again on it. Um, and I will take any questions that, that anybody has on it. And I um, hope to do a little more on this tune. Um, I'm going to do a little more improvising with um, rhythm section and stuff. And who knows, maybe I'll do a melody video on it. But for now, I'll just do a little improvisation. Thank you. 
right, everyone. Well, thanks for checking out this video, checking out this uh, podcast. So um, just kind of a pretty relaxed one today. Um, so kind of going over the form and the um, chord changes. So we have um, 32 bars, like maybe two 16-bar groups. Uh, we go to the one chord, one chord, six chord, five chord, one chord, four chord, one chord, one chord. Um, so basically, um, just movements into those. And um, so um, we'll check out a little bit more on melody and all that at another time. Um, so thanks for checking that out. And um, if you're checking this out on the podcast, consider um, joining the member area for a video edition of this. All right, everybody, thanks again, and I will see you all in the next one.